When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you exhausted from your weekend, Alan? Absolutely. Are you? Oh. I bet in, like, the best kind of way, but... It was... No, in the worst kind of way. It was a five-hour drive, and because the wedding was on a Sunday, and I have my big work thing every Monday, I was like, I'm not going to be at work for the day, but I'm going to be there for the show Monday night. So I drove back and came home, showered... And went right into work. Oh, damn, dude. But it was worth it to see the look on all the students' faces when I walked in with a thing of Timbits. Ooh, well done. Classy, classy person, you. Let's talk about movies. This is Kenny from my brain. If you want to talk movies, well, guess what? everybody welcome to you have to watch this podcast i'm alan i'm ryan and i'm devin and it's all three of us again like it, it's a rare occurrence. it's a it hasn't been happening a lot lately but we're here <sighs> that intro um, felt so good ryan we missed you last week yeah 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 i i really hate the fact that i missed that one uh because i had things that i wanted to say and it's star wars and i always hate that i miss out on a star wars conversation and (laughs) you guys had some conversations that popped up that i really wish that i would have been able to like interject in but i couldn't did any (laughs) did anything make you mad just like the the thing that made you the most mad i don't even remember at the moment so good we we did a good job then if you're not so mad you carried it over for a week yeah let's go with that (laughs) i will um yeah so there was a delay on our end of getting that one out in the podcast feed. So if you listen to just the podcast, uh, sorry about that. Uh, I was busy all weekend. I didn't realize it wasn't <laughs> out. And when I realized I couldn't do anything about it until today. Um, but yeah, I, I, was, I had a busy weekend. I traveled up north to Niagara Falls for my brother's wedding. It's incredible. It, it, it was a long drive, but I made it. I'm so um, happy for them. Yeah, it it was a beautiful wedding. So congratulations to Noah and Alicia. Yeah, um, well done, guys. Yeah, there was it was a lot of fun. Got to go see the falls. It was my wife's first time at Niagara Falls. It was my no second way. time. It was my second time there because uh, we went in high school for a band trip. We did. We did. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the what was the most kitsch thing you did there? Did you like go to Rainforest Cafe? Did you like go to like an actually <laughs> international IHOP? I, I made a joke about going to Rainforest Cafe because when I got there, my parents had taken my sister and her kids to Hard Rock Cafe. And I was like, yeah, that, sound, that sounds about right. But I was like, there's a Rainforest Cafe right up the street. Like, why aren't we taking the kids there? And my brother-in-law was like, oh, we went there yesterday. I was like, oh, well, I guess I missed out on uh-huh. that. But other than that, like, I didn't do the Made of the Mist um, didn't really do anything touristy. Like I, the, the biggest thing we had to do before we left that part of New York was go to Tim Hortons and get donuts. There you go. Like in, in Timbits, like we brought, t- I brought Timbits back for my, my students at work and they were all excited. And I had to explain to one what Timbits were. And I was like, they're, they're like, like munchkins from Duncan. He's like, what's, what's a munchkin? And I was like, they're like donut holes. He's like, well, why didn't you just say that? <laughs> So have I they would given have you... been that student. I would have been that student. What? I'm not going to lie. I'm not gonna Why? Be that I feel like everyone just inherently knows about what... Timbits. No, because that's what they are. And no, not everyone inherently knows what Timbits are because it's a Canadian chain, Devin. I don't get it. Sorry, I'm not. Yeah. There's a Timbits here. There's one in London. Do you not understand that there's not one in Pennsylvania? There is one not in Pennsylvania. Where? There, uh... 
north of Duncannon. Like, it's really weird. Like, if you go up 15, there's a gas station. That no longer has Burger. it anymore because I go there for work. They, they got rid of it? Have it. They got rid of it? Nah. Mm-hmm. See, we were wondering that because when we drove by, they were like, we were like, you know, they used to advertise it that they had Tim Hortons. That's they disappointing. They got rid of it, yeah, because Tim, because I know from that place that Tim Hortons pulled out of Pennsylvania. Mm. That's a shame. Too much negativity. I get it. Uh, <laughs> but we all ha- we do have the spiked Dunkin' drinks. Yeah, but I can't have those. Like, no, I can't either. But I'm I'm like jealous that they exist in a place that I'm not because I want to be around them. Um. <laughs> So one of the things that happened on the way there was we got about 40 minutes away from Niagara Falls. And for some reason, the GPS took us out of off of the highway and down back roads because we stopped to get coffee at Duncan at one point. And then it was like, I thought it was going to have us turn around and go back on the highway, but it never did. It was like, okay, you can go this way. So we're taking back roads and we drive by this giant antique mall and flea market that was open and my wife was like we should stop there i was like we're almost there like can we just please get to niagara falls like, we should stop there there'd be food because we stopped it we stopped for mcdonald's too mm-hmm. but the the there was a guy in the drive-thru who took 10 minutes to put in his order and we were like never mind and i, I just i left in a in in a fit of rage and we, we drove on, never found any other food except for this flea market. And so she's like, you know, there's going to be food there. I was like, oh, she's right. So I was like, okay, if there's no food before the highway up here. I will turn around and we'll go to the flea market. We went to the flea. We had to turn around and go to the flea market. <laughs> and they didn't have food. <laughs> oh, no. But they did have some stuff. They had a, for some reason, they had a life-size Spider-Man plushie hanging from the ceiling, which I did not buy. Uh, Almost bought that as my brother's wedding present, Um, but I did not. Listen, you don't have to lie to us here, man. It's just a safe place. You could tell us that you bought it. I didn't buy it. It's hanging above him right now. It is. I I can see see the hand. (laughs) No. What I have, what I did buy, I I, I want you to take a guess of what I did buy. You somehow find, found a vinyl recording of the original soundtrack to the Japanese the TV show Supida Man. No. Devin, you were awful at this. <laughs> you were literally the worst at doing hey, this. It was a strong guess. <laughs> that was like... Okay. So, we're Alan. I'm going through the list of stuff that he likes. Okay. Uh, you got something like a, uh, an original Darth Vader action figure from Ooh, the 70s. That's a good guess. No. Uh, I got a fleshy Homer Simpson in a towel. <laughs> See, that's closer than what Devin guessed. That's close. Eh, is it, though? It so, is. One of my favorite ga- – one of the gags I quote on the Simpsons, from the Simpsons all the time is, Hello, you have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. So, like, I had to buy this. But then I was reading it, and I, I was like, I'm putting batteries in this immediately, and I still haven't, uh, just because I, I've been home for like five minutes. Uh, I read what the tag says to this to my wife, and she's like, you're never putting batteries in that. And if you do, I hope it doesn't work. But it's Dancing Macho Man Homer. So this will just sing Macho Macho Man. <laughs> That's now my favorite thing you own. Tune in next it. week when I put batteries in this thing. And you do. That's all we do for an hour of the podcast is just. That's watch just the that podcast guy. next week. That It is. We don't even pick uh, a movie. We pick that. Oh, I love it. But um, I think the highlight for this weekend for me was hanging out with my, just being with my family and spending time with my niece and nephew. And I asked I, I ended up driving my niece back from the wedding uh, just because of the way cars worked out. And she, she wanted to ride with me. And usually when I drive her, I'll put on like a Disney playlist. Like, so I asked her, what do you want to listen to in the car? She's like, Taylor Swift. Hmm. I was like, oh, okay. So we listened to Taylor Swift on the way back. And I, I made a joke that I was her Uber ride. <laughs> so I, later on, I asked her, I was like, how was your Uber? 
would you give him, give, give me five stars? He's like, yeah. He's like, okay, don't forget to tip me. So as we leave to, to come home, she hands me a penny. He's like, here's your tip. <laughs> I was like, you know, it's better than actual Uber tips that I, I'd get when I drove. So, Oh, that's fair. Oh, uh, that sounds adorable though. I'm glad you got to spend that time with them. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, so congratulations to the, the newlyweds. Uh, they are on their honeymoon in the Dominican Republic. So, oh, incredible! Listening to the show right now. Yeah, I would sure hope. Right so. now, I can't imagine anything else they would be doing than really listening to the show they right would now. Be doing like going out or being on the beach or something. Personally, no, no, no. They they have <laughs> us on the TV time. in the hotel room. Yeah, lights dimmed for full contrast. I get it. Mm-hmm. When, when, I the, the, when I check the when I check when I check the. Statistics for where this episode aired, like and was watched. I, I will look for the Dominican Republic. I want to see that spike. No, well, we'll know. Up, up a hundred percent. We'll know. Yeah. Uh, how was your guys' weekend? Yeah, man, it was a weekend. I got to see a movie that we'll talk about later. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that was that was really it. I, I okay. It was a, it was a pretty standard weekend. Um. I actually I did. had a full weekend for the first time nice. in five years. What'd nice. you do? God. My schedule changed. I'm no longer working four 10-hour days a week. I'm now working five eight-hour days, Monday through Friday. Whoa. And that's And that switchover happened this week. So I actually got a Saturday-Sunday off. So it completely threw off Kristen and I's routine that we've developed over the past five years. So it was a giant mess of... What are you doing? That's what I normally do on Saturdays. Well, I don't know what to do on Saturdays because I'm usually at work. Well, well, then we're going to have to figure this out. <laughs> nice. That's so. such, such a great problem to have. Like not, not in the moment, but like just to, yeah. that you can com- complain about. Like, I have Saturdays off now. Like, Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, Devin, do you know what day it is? third on october 3rd he asked me what october 3rd was happy mean girls day guys oh no happy mean Mean girls day yeah um devin (laughs) have you explained that to a co-worker today oh really (laughs) yeah devin devin (laughs) have you seen mean girls i'm gonna say no but it's not technically right but it's mostly right okay i saw it with you you had me watch it in your college dorm oh i was very much very much less than sober. I Probably. don't know that I could that have told right. you anything about it. Well, the reason I bring this up is I watched a little bit of this today because Paramount has re-released Mean Girls in the format it was meant to be seen on TikTok in 23 or 24 different parts. What? They split the movie up into TikTok length videos. And you can now like watch the whole movie. Like, I don't know if you guys have been on TikTok and found movies that are just split up like that. No, no. it's a. Thing. I, I don't think I've ever been on TikTok. Yeah, don't like. <laughs> I just thought it was worth noting that if you want to see Mean Girls and haven't, you can go watch it for free on TikTok in twenty-four different segments of video. Why are we like? I this? thought the longest TikTok availability was three minutes. It is. Yeah, it's in three three-minute chunks. segments of the film okay okay so it's not like the whole movie it's no it's the whole movie movie. it's the whole it's the whole movie three times 24 i can't do that math (laughs) i'm 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 gonna double check it but uh and i'll show you guys here on the feed did i mean i believe you it's it's 70 that's 72 minutes a movie that's not too bad yeah and the weird thing is, like, each one of them has, like, 75,000 views. So there's, like, people watching this. Yeah. Yeah, it's in 23 parts. So. Should. I'm I'm so impressed. Okay. What, I'm not. I'm not. What, like, what, what account is that on? The Mean Girls TikTok account. Oh, there's, like, a Mean Girl TikTok account. Okay. Yeah. But. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. That because that's, okay. that's like the one thing I saw today that I was like, mm-hmm. I 
I see that as a olive branch to the younger generations from the millennial generations. Like, here is a cornerstone of our pop culture to you on your platform. On your platform. I mean, I'm serious. Like, no, no, I, no, that's fair. Yeah, like I that is fair. But the other part of me is like, I really want to know what Tina Fey's reaction to this is because she like wrote the film. Like, right. So they just released they just released your your big motion picture like writing debut on TikTok. How does that like? How would that make you feel like after the fact? I know they have like a musical version of it that they're making that will come out soon that they're probably trying to get ready to to promote but oh wow yeah yeah i don't know i'm impressed i'm impressed that they're doing something like that it's something that they're trying and i think that there's nothing wrong with trying as long as everyone involved is okay with it being like that like if tina face fine with it then great yeah i just i just think it reaches more people that way it does it does yeah do you think it holds up Mean Girls, you think it like remains oh, yeah. as funny as it was? Oh yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we might we might have to make you watch it. You might so have to good. make me watch it. <laughs> yeah. Challenge accepted, Alan. Um. <laughs> R- Ryan, what have you watched in, since we saw you last? Okay, so I was gonna bring this up last uh, last week, but there was something that came up with work, and I couldn't make the show. So I saw a movie called No One Will Save You uh, on Hulu. It came out in September of this year, so not that long ago. Um, this is this is great. It fits me. So it's about a girl who's been ostracized, alienated from her community, and it and the movie focuses on her and her reaction to an alien that gets loose in her house. (laughs) Um, That sounds really silly, um, but that's because it's a movie that I'm going to be having you guys watch here soon. Um, I think it's actually really, really good. And the best comparison that I have seen is um, it is a different, it, it is a different telling of the movie signs. Oh, okay. It's a different telling of the movie Signs, okay. and the lead actress is phenomenal in it. Um, and it's 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 honestly creepy, and I loved every second of this movie. It's a little weird, um, but I like the weirdness to it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I'm going to say at the moment because it is going to be coming up on my rotation for you guys to watch here soon. Very cool. Awesome! I awesome. can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I've. I've uh, got a cool little kind of connection to this one, too. But I'll, I'll save that for when we talk about it. Uh, hmm. Yeah. So, Devin, do you want to tease what you're... Like, oh, well, I guess we can just get into today's main topic of the show. Yeah. Um, so, each week we make each other watch movies one of us has not seen. This week is a little bit of an exception to that because I believe we have all seen... We've all seen Saul. Um. But I hadn't seen this in years. So Devin's pick because of the new movie, Saul X. Is it Saul X or Saul 10? Like, what are, what are we it's, calling it? You know what? I think 10 is totally fine. Because they do the Roman numerals for everything but Saw 7. And we just kind of go with the Roman numerals. so Or with the, the number. So I say Saw 10. Okay. Okay. So since Devin saw Saul, Saul 10. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> We decided to go back and revisit the original Saul from 2004. The original feature film, Saul, not the short film, Saul. Yep. But, Devin, I'm tired of saying seeing Saul and seeing... Take it away. I got you, man. Listen, guys, in 2001, Lee Wandel and James Wan had a dream. They had a dream of somebody who would just kill people with traps. And they took this script that was their dream and they shopped it around to all of the production companies that they could find in Australia and L.A., and everyone just basically said, no, thank you. So what they did is they made a short film, which is the Saw that Alan was referencing. And that short film garnered so much attention that it actually let them make the Saw that I had you guys watch today, which is kind of the backstory of the, the, the brilliant cinematic masterpiece that we got. Now, I love this backstory to this. I love this movie. I love this franchise. I think I've seen Almost every 
a movie in this franchise in theaters because it is so near and dear to my heart, and I'll talk about a little bit of this more. But I want to hear, before we hear what you guys thought of Saw 1, what is your relationship to this series? Have you seen everything in the series? Have, do you love it inherently as much as I do, or is this kind of the gross shock horror thing that you don't really like? Uh, Alan, I'll start with you, because actually I've been wanting to do Saw for a while, and you were the one I was most worried about with this, because I know like shock and gross like this isn't your thing. And I went, well, I want to be nice to Alan. It, it It's definitely not my thing. Like Horror movies aren't my cup of tea, but I had seen all of these movies up until the, the final chapter, which mm. was like five films ago at this point. Um, <laughs> I had watched these all like, I remember getting these from like Blockbuster or watching them on like cable when they came out. Um, not for the, the, the blood and gore of the traps and all of that, but like this one came out in 2004, which was like peak Alan's invested in lost and trying to figure out what the hell is going on in that show. So what I like about these movies is how at the end, every time they show you how it was done, they show you behind the puzzle and -hmm. show you how the magic tricks done. Um, which is always something that I enjoy in movies. Um, that's why the prestige is one of my favorite uh, Christopher Nolan movies. Like that's what I enjoy about these movies is how does this all fit together? Like what is, how do the puzzle pieces fit to make this, this picture complete? Um, this jigsaw, that's, if you will. Yeah. The jigsaw um, to the point where I like I, I'm not obsessed with these movies. I don't love them, but when I saw like the box set of all of them on Black Friday for like ten bucks, like I'll buy that. Like oh, so I, nice. I own them all of them up till the new one on DVD. So yeah, that's awesome. So this then brings us to Ryan, which is another reason why I love us and love talking about stuff like this. Because while we have Alan, who doesn't like horror movies, but has apparently made an exception for Saw, we have Ryan, who watches horror movies all the time, and I feel like is more tuned into the horror movie genre than I am by a wide margin. So I want I'm, I want to hear your thoughts on this. What is your relationship to Saw, Ryan, bef- without telling us what you thought of the movie. I was really mad you selected this movie. Were you really? Yes. So (gasps) I spent, um, so 2004 when this movie came out, this came out in like, uh, I had to look it up. So it's not like I know this because I hate the movie so much. You know, like, you know, it's like seething hatred makes me know everything. This is, (laughs) um, so this movie came out in October of 2004. So this is when, like, this is after my graduating class, my original senior year of graduating, like, class, like, well, my peers were already doing their, like, first year of college or, you know, living their first year without going to school. And so all of my friends, like, this was one of the first big horror movies that, you know, you know, like, PG-13 rated R movies. Like, everyone was going out to, like, see because of the, like, uh, crazy media attention this movie was getting when it came out. Um, mm. And this was also the movie that made me realize that I don't like things that get overhyped and I need it to calm down before I see it. Sure. And it never did. And each, and for as long as this movie was hyped up, it made me not want to see it more and more. Um, and then like in 2006, around the time when either two or three was ready to be getting released. And again, the hype was still there around it in like the movie spectrum. Um, I saw it at a party, kind of like a hangout party with a group of friends I had in college. And so they were watching it. Like we were like, there was like 12 of us and like 10 of us, like eight or nine of us were watching. And the rest of us were kind of like hanging out in the back of the room, just talking quietly because we didn't care to watch it. And the quick little scenes that I would, like, look over the heads to, like, see the, like, movie. Because I was like, well, since it's playing, I'll take a look. Because I already had a negative view of the movie to begin with. Because people wouldn't shut up about it. Um, every scene I saw just made me hate the movie more. 
That's how I watched Twilight New Moon, by the way. And and um, and so for the longest time, I'm just like, I don't care about the Saw movie. Like, I I I don't want to see it. I don't care about torture porn. Hostel came out, and I'm like, yeah, this is like Diet Saw. Like, I don't like this stuff. Like, I just assumed that what it was. So when you said, oh, we're going to watch Saw, like, I've spent this entire week fuming. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't tell me any of this. I had no idea you were upset about this, by the way. This is such a surprise to me. So that's my history with Saw. That's incredible. Now, Now I should say that I did did bite the bullet to get a date with someone, and I went to the theaters to see Saw 3. And I did kind of enjoy that. But I think I kind of enjoyed that more because I was able to score the date that I wanted to go on. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, you want to see Saw 3? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well done. So then with, with all of that in mind, I mean, obviously, I love this movie. It holds a special place in my heart. I will watch this movie and this series pretty frequently. Alan, what did you think? I... 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 I knew as soon as you picked this, what was going to happen and it hasn't happened yet, but it's going to, um, mm-hmm. cause I've had these sitting on my shelf for a while now. I was like, as soon as I watch the first one, I'm going to go through and watch them all. Like this is just started setting up my October of me watching all of the Saul movies. Um, I, I still like, it's been long enough. That I forgot what the twists and turns were to a point. Like I know what the, the big reveal is at the end, but like just, how you get there, like, and how the, the it all plays out, like I forgot bits and pieces of. Um, I I enjoy this movie. I think Carrie Ellis is fantastic in it. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Like, I'm I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna watch, watch the rest of them now. So, ah, incredible, Ryan! You finally bit the bullet and watched Saw. What did you think? I hate you more than when you selected it. Yes, tell me, tell me why. <laughs> Because I love it. <laughs> do you really? Do you really love it? <laughs> I really like it. Yeah. Oh, so, I thought you were gonna be mad. You and hated it. that's and oh. that's and and the funny thing is that's even knowing all of the beats of the movie because mm-hmm. it's all been told to me because I've asked people like, hey, so what actually does happen in the first one? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh man, don't you want to see? I don't want to spoil it. I'm like, no, because I don't like the concept of it. So what's the story? Because I don't want to really see people get tortured. And then they tell sure. me, and I'm like. Oh well, that doesn't really seem that bad, but I'm still not interested in this because every time a Saw movie comes out, it's oh my god, there's a Saw movie, and people like Devin <laughs> pop up out of nowhere. Um, I was hiding and, until now, and so like that's why I've never like really cared to watch these things. But then mm-hmm. actually watching it, like I laughed through like the first ten minutes because I didn't realize that one of the guys was just witty, like he was just a witty character and oh, yeah. like torment. He's he's funny, and. Um, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. And I think the fact that I've been watching a lot more horror movies the past like year and a half, uh, because of my wife and like starting to like really like the genre and starting to like really take more chances on movies that I wouldn't have even touched like three years ago. Maybe that had something to play in it too. That kind of like, I have the mindset now to watch them. Um, but yeah, no, like as soon as the movie was over, I, I, I looked over at my wife and she had this like silly grin on her face. And I, I just, the first words out of my mouth was, I hate Devin. I like this movie I hate him <laughs> so much. <laughs> uh, now, my question for you then, Ryan, is, are you going to watch the rest of them? I have no idea. I don't know if I am or not, to be honest. I, I mean, because I mean, I mean, it's because like I've seen the third one. So mm-hmm. I know the type of, like, devices they eventually get to in that one. And I'm still not a fan of what I consider to just be, like, torture movies. And mm-hmm. I know that some of the Saw movies are like that, and some of them aren't like that. And I I should note, too, the reason why this everything continued was because when Saw 2 came out in the previews, and I saw the previews, I was just like, this is just... There's no originality here. It's just Big Brother with torture. I don't want to watch this because they're in the house in the second one. They are. And they're and they're all together. So it was like, because I was in such a negative mindset about the series, every time I saw a preview for it, I was just like, I was linking it to other stuff and just like 
you know, making up stuff not to watch it because I was so mm-hmm. irritated at, at at everything about it. Um, so I don't know because I'm not. I just I don't want to see someone dive into a pool of high uh, of needles. That part's like, the worst. That like, part. There's like, still is... things that I just that yeah. like I know what happens in these movies, and I just like with my medical history, like no, just get the medical stuff out out yeah. out of it, please. So that's yeah. I'm not sure if I'm gonna watch the next ones. I probably am, but it's gonna take me yeah. a bit to do it. So yeah, like I like I forget what the traps are in the rest of them, but I just like I I look forward to like I I get through all that stuff just by like. I'm on my phone looking at other things, playing solitaire yeah. or something. And then just having a, being aware of what's going on on the screen and then coming back for the, okay, this is how it all happened. Like this is, this is yep. what really happened. Um, well, so yeah. to that point, Alan, like that's one of my favorite things about these movies is every one of these movies, there's always a point where that music starts playing in the background. And like that music gets me so hyped every time because you know they're just about to tell you everything that's going on in all of this movie and all of the things that you were secretly holding in your head were you really mad about because wow that was really stupid they did it that way is about to be proven wrong and i love that feeling and i'm gonna put a pin in that feeling in a second and come back to it later but do you guys did you guys have that with this movie where like the second that music starts playing you're like okay it's coming here it is uh, i'll go for ryan who hasn't seen this? Okay, yeah. I get, yeah, that's fine. Um, no, not really. Because no? like I said, okay. like, like, like I knew the main points. Yeah. yeah. So I knew about Zep. Mm. I knew about Jigsaw. I know about the pig mask. Sure. So like, I know all of that, and I knew all of that going into it. It was just like I literally had to sit down before the movie started and I looked at Kristen and said I have to clear my head I really have to clear my head just give me like five minutes and I literally just sat there just staring at the tv just like going like forget it forget it forget it like okay I'm clear let's let's start um Mm -hmm. but yeah no there wasn't a point where I was like well that's stupid yeah or you know why would they be doing that because Mm -hmm. I know that part of these movies is that the storyline in itself is a puzzle. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just a game for the person to see, like, what they're willing to do to live. It's also a game for the viewer to be like, okay, how does this all go together? Yeah. Like, where where's the end game in this? And then it shows you at the end what the end game was. So that's what I was... That's what I knew what was coming, and that's what I was just lo- looking forward to. Like, okay, so how does this fit together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alan, did you have that with that like music yeah. bit at the end? Like, was that exciting? Like, as it, as it always is for me. I have a hard time with the ending of this one because there there's something about it that's just like th- this is the ending that I remember the best. So it's mm-hmm. not as shocking to me. I think that music is iconic at this point. Uh, being the movie score guy, like this is one that will come on my phone occasionally. Like it's oh. in the rotation. Like I, I just have it. So like, if I ever need to like make a phone call, I'm like, we're going to play a game. Like, <laughs> uh, I have it, but like the music like, in this one, at least like, I know what's, I knew what was coming. I knew what the reveal was. Yeah. Um, I forgot like small details of it, but I knew what I, I knew what the ending was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm left wondering like, wait, how did they end it in the last one again? Like, how does this all tie back into this? Like, so now I have to go back and watch the other seven films. You do, because it really does tie back together. Like, that's the one thing I love about this series is it is a cohesive series. Even yeah. even up to the new one, they tie them all back together. It's incredible. Because um, I, remember, like, I remember, like, the biggest thing about the Saul, like, the Saul sequels was is Carrie Elwes going to be in this one? And he never <laughs> was. Um, so I was looking at Carrie Elwes on IMDb, and surprisingly, uh, IMDb will list four films that you're, that the actor is known for. Saul is one of them. Can you guys name the other three for Carrie Elwes without looking? No. No, I don't think I can name a single one. 
Really? I'm trying to make sure I know who that is. The doctor, the the main. The main oh, okay. Doctor. So yeah, I'm cause... going. Okay, so I've got uh, definitely Princess Bride has got to be one of them. Yes, that is one of them. Okay, so Princess Bride's definitely one of them. Um, I'm trying to think of other crap that he's been in because I've seen Wait, him in other stuff. Who is he in Princess Bride? He's. Are you serious? The Jed yeah. Roberts. He's the main he's guy. Wrestling. He's the one. Oh, is yeah. he really? Yes. Oh. As you wish. Oh, I, yeah. His his I, his, yeah. his memoir Holy is cow. titled "As You Wish." Yeah. I, I I had no idea. They do in my mind. They did not connect as the same person. That's incredible. Oh my God. Okay. At the moment, all I can think of is is Princess Bride, but I know that he's been in other stuff, okay. and I've seen him in other stuff. Wow. The uh, the other two are Kiss the Girls with Morgan Freeman and Ashley Judd, and okay. Robin Hood Men in Tights. That yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hold on, is he but Robin for Hood? For me, yeah, he is. Don't, y- yes, Devin, he's Robin okay. Hood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But for me, like my introduction to Carrie Ellis wasn't either of those two films. It was Liar Liar, where he plays the uh, the boyfriend of the mom who's like super nerdy. And like well, Jim Carrey, just the claw. He's like, it's the claw. The claw's going to get you. Like that's Carrie Ellis. Like that's him for me. That's incredible. I for Wow. He has had quite the acting career then. Yeah. F- yeah. F- for uh, for me, even though I said Princess Bride, mm-hmm. my introduction to him was Robin Hood. So like that's like I see him, and for some reason I think Princess Bride now. But for the majority of my life, it was Robin Hood that I would think of whenever I saw him. No, mine must have been must have been Liar Liar because that really sticks out to me. But I didn't know it was the same person. Had no idea. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. The, He's so good. The more you know. <laughs> so watching this movie again for me reminded me of how I'll sometimes come back to something as an adult and have a totally different take on it than I will as a I did as a, a kid when I saw this movie. I was, what, 14 when it came out? I probably watched it at 14. Uh, one of the big things I remember just loving, right, in my, like, dumb little 14-year-old brain, I was like, the movie's, like, brilliant, man, because, like, he, like, he doesn't kill right? Like, he doesn't kill anyone. They kill themselves. He just, he just, like, sets them loose, right? Like, he's not a killer. Like, how are they gonna even try him, man? He's not a killer. They can catch him, but they got him on nothing. And, like, as an adult, I'm like, no, no, he's totally a killer. That's insane. Like, that was dumb 14-year-old Devin. And, like, in the movie, they make the point, like, oh, he doesn't kill any of his victims. Where do you guys sit on that? I mean, so if we're going from the what fourteen-year-old, you would say, okay, sure, that he doesn't put the saw to their skin and make them they cut off their limbs and let them bleed out, but he still kidnaps them. He's right. There's like, still plenty still, of felonies like, there. <laughs> yeah, there's still there's still plenty of things that he he's done wrong. So it's not like. Uh, he's definitely not for innocent. Attempted murder. <laughs> What'd you say? You could get him for kidnapping and, and everything that goes with kidnapping. You know, like trespassing and destruction of property and that. And then you Rick. could get him for... Um, uh, and then you can get him for conspiracy to 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 uh, to commit murder and um, attemptive murder. Because the part of the... Because, because like, the games are, like... You can get out of this, but you might die doing so. But at least you know that you want to live. So it's not like he's completely innocent from, like, being a true murderer by Mm -hmm. the, like, I guess the definition of the law. As far as I know, in my non-legal schooling expertise. (laughs) You sounded so confident in that list. I'm, I'm here to believe you, man. Like, so, I mean, that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, they kind of make that point. It's like, how are they mm-hmm. going to try him if they don't have to be like, there's, there's mountains of stuff that they could, oh get, yeah, that they could uh, do. Well, that, and was it, there's also the, um, uh, the whole guilty by association stuff that they have, like different yeah. laws and being able to 
uh, prosecute someone based on, you know, just them being around it. So, like, what was it? He gets Zep to kill the family if the guy doesn't kill Adam. Yeah. It's like, well, Zep's working on Jigsaw's uh, orders, so even though, yes, it's not a military, it's not an organization, Zep wouldn't be doing what he's doing if he wasn't put in that position. So they could also try Jigsaw for those murders That's by bad. the association, by like association. Mm-hmm. I forget what the, what the legal definition is and what the language actually is, but that's like a layman's summary of that. There's a case against it's, him. It's oh cons- yeah. 100%. It's all, it's all conspiracy. Like it's all conspiracy. Yeah. And, there's also that too. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys well, like any I think of the traps what we're in the getting, movie? What we're... Sorry, I had, to, I had to get that one out quick because you, you guys uh, thought of that. Any did any yeah, of them like impress you? No. I think this one's a little bit more like the the baseline for the traps. I, I don't think yeah. there's anything here that wows me. Like the reverse bear trap has become iconic. Yeah. Um. Other than that, there really wasn't anything that stood out to me yeah, in this Ryan. one. I mean, there's there's a there's a different movie that came out in the '90s um, that has to do with like the internet uh, that had some weird stuff in it like this, and I forget what the name of it is. Um, but the only thing that the only I guess trap because I really don't consider them chained up in the basement to be a trap. That was a puzzle. That wasn't a trap. Um, the bear... Uh, I mean... The reverse bear trap is a trap. Mm-hmm. And the barbed wire, the razor wire cage thing, that's a trap. Um, well... Because, I mean, like... like, like the, 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 the whole thing with like them being in the basement and having their like legs chained up I mm-hmm. see that as almost, I mean, Jigsaw didn't mean it as such, but, like, do you guys remember Ghostbusters 2? When, yes. when, okay, so when, um, oh, what's her name? The character's name. Sigourney Weaver? Sigourney Weaver, the actress. She walks in to see, uh, uh, to see Egon. And Egon is doing his, like, experiments in the lab with, like, the couple waiting for couples therapy and the girl with the puppy and taking it away and with with the cameras going through the mirrors. It was almost like an experiment to see, like, how far these people would go to, like, you know, it it wasn't, I didn't really see it as a trap. I saw it as, like, like a puzzle slash social experiment type thing compared to what, compared to what I saw in Saw 3. Yeah, so I, I think it... You, you've touched on a few things there. Like, they are traps, but they're also puzzles. I, I, and I think, like, yeah. the razor blade one, like, the razor wire, mm-hmm. like, there is a way to get out of there. Like, I I think there is always a way to get out of the, of the situation that Jigsaw puts you in. Because I think part of what makes him and his contraptions interesting is there is always a way out. Like there is a way to survive. It's not going to be pretty. Uh, you might have to saw off your foot, but <laughs> there is a way out. Like there's always there's always two ways that it can end, either with escape or with death. There's mm-hmm. always another way out. And I think to that point, they are trapped, but they're also still puzzles. Like they're every each one of them is a puzzle. Um. But also like a social experiment to a point because, and I, they explore this a bit in the sequels, is like, what is it like if you do survive? Like, what happens to you mm-hmm. then? Um, which is something that I'm very interested in watching in the sequels as I go forward. Yeah, and and what you mentioned about, about his traps is that there is a way out. Um, I remember in 3... If I remember correctly, there's actually a uh, there there there's actually a thing about that in the third one. There is, there absolutely is. About the fact that like when he makes a trap, it is like, do you choose to live or do you do what you have to do? Mm-hmm. Like it was like, do you die or do you do what you have to do to live? 
Yep. And there's a conversation in that movie about that concept. Yeah. And, and Alan, since you're probably going to be watching it again, I don't know how much you remember of three, but I'm not going to say any more on that in case you don't remember. Yeah. No, please, please uh, stop. Yeah, there, I'm because... not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Like I said, like I said, I'm not going to say anything further on that. Yeah. No, no. But yeah. Um, so, Devin, since you yeah. are you are a fan of this whole franchise. Mm hmm. Where does this one rank for you in terms of your favorite Saul film? It's a really tough call. So I think in terms of like it being nostalgic because it was the first one, it's got to rank somewhere around like third best. But okay. I really don't think that it's the best, especially watching it again. I kind of had some of the similar reactions you'd where like the traps aren't my favorite traps in the series. I had a big problem with the reverse bear trap bit anyway. Um, like okay. that whole like trap and how she had to get out of it. I didn't love. Um, okay. So yeah, I'd say it's, it's three for the nostalgia factor, but in reality it's probably a bit lower. Which one is your favorite? This could be so dumb. I'm going to sound so cult to the new. I think it's, I think it's saw X or 10. Okay. I, yeah, I know it's a spoiler for later, but I think 10's my favorite. It's because of the vacuum, isn't it? It's because of the vacuum seal. It's the, <laughs> it's the Ziploc vacuum seal food saver that happens in that one. Absolutely, it is, 100%. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I think he's just getting that from the poster. I'm getting that from the poster and the trailer. <laughs> I haven't seen the trailer I know what those it. tubes are. And I'm not looking forward to ever watching 10 because of that. <laughs> um, I had a thought and I lost it. Oh, no. the so not only did this movie make me want to rewatch all of the Saw movies, but also made me want to rewatch a TV show. I know which one. Devin, can you do you know which one? Yeah, man, it's lost. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, yes. Um, absolutely. I was going to say that because as a I, joke. I was going to say that as a joke. No, it's definitely Lost because Michael Emerson, who plays Zepp yeah. in this, uh, comes into Lost in season two and is like a pivotal character throughout the rest of the show. But the uh, Detective Singh, played by Ken Yong, he's on Lost too. Yep. And I never made that connection when I watched Lost the first time around. So now I'm like, well, I know they interacted. Like, I kind of want to just go back and watch those episodes and see one. If I remember what's going on, if I just watch those episodes and I think season four and like, if I can just pick up lost from there and, and go, or do I just watch all of lost again? I think I'm leaning towards I watch all of Lost again. I think it'd be a good watch, man. Especially knowing like where this series goes, I think it'd be a good yeah. watch. Yeah, I'm. I it's definitely on my list. I forgot to tell you guys how I watched Saul because I think that's going to play into my experience of this. How did you watch um, Saw? So if you can't tell, I'm in a basement right now. Um, on the other side of my camera and my desk. I have a tube TV and a VCR connected to my PlayStation two as a DVD player. Um, the box that I bought, I thought was Blu-rays, but it's DVDs. So I watched these all on my CRT TV. Um, so I'm watching them on my tube TV, which is in a basement where the floors creak and there's water running in the pipes. It's like very, it's like the perfect setting to watch Saul. The only thing that would make it better if I chained myself to a pole down here. I was going to ask it. if you did for ambiance or just like for immersion. Like, I need to feel this. No. I think it would be funny if periodically throughout the whole movie, um, your wife comes down to like lay out stuff, you know, like brings down a barrel of razor wire, brings down some sections of fencing, <laughs> brings down some two by fours, you know, just slowly over the course of the film. I'm concerned why you think my wife would have all of that stuff. What else would you have gotten at the antique shop, Alan? Yeah. That's the Homer Simpson. Totally <laughs> fair. <laughs> you have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Um, yeah. 
Oh, goodness. So that's how I'm going to watch the rest of them, including the one from two years ago <laughs> with Chris Rock. Just just from so. the PS2. That's the best part, too. Yep. It doesn't get much yeah. more 2004 than that at all. Yeah. It oh, doesn't. I love it. Like, it's like the best so. way to watch it. Like If I had it on VHS, I would have watched it on VHS. <laughs> so. so, Devin, I have a question, yes. and it has to do with an ad. I did not realize that that glover was in this oh yeah is he in the how many others is he in because i do not remember him being in three you know i really think he's just in this one i'm i'm scrolling through his imdb quick i think it's just this one i don't remember him in any of the other ones okay yeah it's just this one he's definitely a standout in this one though he's a good get hang on hang on did he die no i'm questioning myself if he died okay he didn't die Okay, so you mean you yeah. mean in the movie or in real life? Yeah, well, in the movie, in the movie. Okay. No. Okay, he doesn't. Okay. Because no, I no. don't remember. Because I don't remember him being in three, but that doesn't mean he wasn't. It just means I don't remember. No, I don't think he's in. I don't think he's in any other ones. I'm. That's disappointing because I really like the idea of like a tortured vigilante cop. That's trying to find him at the same time that the police are trying to find him. Um, as he's trying to do his thing. I mean, I do like that idea a lot. I mean, they do something relatively similar. And I'm not going to spoil the other movies for you. But, yeah, it's not him. Because I, I did like his character in this. Mm-hmm. And, and he would have been, now that you say it, like would have been a fun addition to that. Like, he would have been, like, the, like, almost law-abiding yin to Jigsaw's yang or something yeah. like that. Yeah. No, no, oh, he does, good, he, he does die in this. Oh, he does? Okay. He's shot in the chest by Zep. Okay. That, that's, I that's, forgot that's the about part that. that I couldn't remember. Like, he I shot was him like, over his shoulder. Second. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Ah. Shoot. Yeah. So, no, he's not in the other ones, but that would be cool. I agree. Okay. I mean, that also points to the point of, like, helplessness, because they're trying to, because I guarantee that they knew that they were at least going to make three movies after this one, Um, and even more scripts after that, uh, that just weren't confirmed uh, for them yet, and it would have just been interesting to see, like, you know, like, like, him him and his character just like you said like the like like the quasi like punisher type character you know that's trying to like get back at him that like doing things that the law can't but still not being able to catch up to him yeah yeah i i agree although i do like the way that the the series plays out because i like the focus specifically on on jigsaw because I just, and I don't know if you guys had this, I just absolutely love Tobin Bell in these movies. I think that in this one he has a little less to do, but I definitely in the later ones, I think he absolutely kills it. He's like a highlight of these movies for me. They do a really good job of establishing his like setting up his character to the point where you want to learn more. Because mm-hmm. spoilers. He spends the whole movie just laying on the floor face down. <laughs> uh, like he's there the whole time, which I think is like, for me, that's the best twist of the whole thing is that body mm-hmm. in front of them isn't a body. It's a guy just laying there. Yeah, that was that was like for me, that was the coolest moment of all of it. Alan, does Tobin Bell do anything else? That I would know about, or that you would know about. That's a good question. Let me take. A look. I, I looked him up on IMDb and saw that he's on the Flash as the voice of Savitar. Yes, he was. Which I mean, um, he's, he's also got the voice. One of the things that annoy uh, we're talking about Jigsaw, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So one of the things that I am irritated at 
Okay. And something that I don't like, and this is one of those personal things that like, I understand he has to be this way for the character, for the movies to be how they are. And this is his character flaw that causes him to do what he does. So why do you hate him for it? Because it makes no sense. If you want to see the movies, shut up, ratch that, that rational voice in my head. Yeah. Um, the fact that he's like getting, trying to find treatment for like his brain cancer. Cause that's what it is. Right. Yeah. Okay. That he's trying to get treatment for this. Why is he going after the doctors that are trying to save him, even if they're jerks? Like, doesn't he understand that doctors that are, like, <laughs> that, like, like, doesn't he understand that doctors that are that good at what they do when it comes to neuroscience? Guess what? They're going to have egos. They're just, like, athletes. Yeah. Like, I want the most cocky players on my teams because those are the most confident in themselves to know what they're doing. If I'm... If I have cancer in my brain, I want the most cocky doctor that knows what they're doing to work on me. You almost get the sense that they just they just gave up on him, though. Like, they were done. Like, they kind of wiped their hands yeah. and they're like, all right, fine. He's, he's you know, whatever. Uh, I'm cocky. Okay, so, so, okay, so. I think, you need, I think you need to watch the rest of them because I think they explore what his motives behind okay. his victims a bit more. Go, no, no, go, okay. go, go. I've been in a room, I've been a patient where a doctor has come in and has talked to me in the, uh, and who has talked about me to a group of medical students about my medical history. I have been in that exact same room in that, in that exact same position that Ew. Jigsaw was in because, because, because was it back when I went to, uh, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. It's part of Penn, Penn Hospital, Penn University, medical mm. school. So with the parents' permission, the doctors who are also professors at that school will take their students around and go through actual medical cases with the, with the parents' permission of the child patient. Mm-hmm. So I have been in that position where the doctor is saying the patient is, is dealing with this. The patient had this surgery. And so to me, I had that experience. So when I see that that's what Jigsaw was like angry at him for, I'm like, that's petty. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, that's how things go. I think it's I think it's more than just that, though, because I think the big difference between your circumstances and Jigsaw's Unless you have a guy locked in the basement chained to, chained to the pipes <laughs> that I that I don't know about, um, please don't admit <laughs> anything smile. on the podcast. Um, is I think keep it down. I think keep they, it down. They, <laughs> think they uh, you know it's funny because I know you live on the third floor. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I think since he has a terminal illness like he knows that there's no coming back i think it's more vendetta against the world and people who he sees are wasting the life that they have when he his is ending i think it it, and i think they explore that more in the sequels am i right Devin? yeah they definitely do and that's that rational voice in my head that i know why they're doing it it's just, it's difficult yeah. when you have a scene where they're trying to show why he's doing it. And then I'm sitting there going like, I, re- I remember Dr. Canning doing that to me after my third surgery I, at Children's Hospital when they brought in seven medical students to talk about the latest surgery I had. <laughs> I, I think it, I think that shows you a little bit about, about why it's this, this guy. But I think when you look at his other victims, there are different reasons yeah. beyond yeah. just that. So I think there's... Yeah. There's definitely a philosophy to his vic- his his choices. So yeah, which is you know I get it, and this is the only thing that I'm going to reference to the Star Wars show that we did. Devin, you're not supposed to like that character. You're not oh, I'm not. Like okay, Guerrero. okay, good. You're not good, supposed good, good. to like oh. him because he's supposed to be good. the extremist, and you're not supposed to like his methods. Then I then they nailed it. They absolutely nailed it. Okay, that's it. Move on with Saw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're, ta- you're talking about Chopper the Droid, right? No, I'm talking about Saw Gerrera. Let's move on to I know, Saw it the was Horror a joke. Series. I know it was a joke, and I shot it down. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think the last thing I have then is on that note, if you give me any kind of commentary, like anything in a movie, right? Even just a little scrap of something, I love it, right? 
And so a franchise does that. The the point of it is, you know, live your life, cherish what you have, because, you know, who knows when it's going to be gone. That's kind of the point of what he tells his victims before they're in these horrific things. And for the longest time, I loved that. Like, that, it really drew me to it. And I was like, it's, 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 it's not just a horror franchise, guys. It's got a really good, positive, life-affirming message. And, like, I don't think adult me takes that back. I think that that's pretty true. And I... You know, that, that attracts me to these movies. That makes me like them and appreciate them as more than just, you know, torture porn. Did you guys have that same reaction to this movie at all? Or are you like, yeah, yeah, it's just a very thinly veiled reason for him to do this. It's just for people like you to attach to something so they can make more of them. <laughs> I, I think for me, like, if there's not a reason behind the 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 torture, like... If he was just doing this for, for shits and giggles, like it's one mm. thing, but because there is a bit of a philosophy there and they're so complex, like I think that makes it more interesting for me. Like why is like, I'm more interested in the why and the how than the, the what, if that makes sure. sense. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Ryan, what about you? I'm on the fence on it, to be honest. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, yes, is it like, hey, live your life. You don't know when it's over. You don't know when some psychopath is going to put you in a bear trap in your mouth. <laughs> um, you know, like, it, 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 like I get it. Um, I don't know. I probably just need to see the rest of them. Okay. Like, I get the premise. I get the philosophy of it. Um, it's just I need to probably see the rest of them to actually, like, get it. Because I feel like, Devin, not to, you know, ruin this for you, but do it. there are ruin other away. movies that aren't, there are other movies that aren't horror movies that will give you that, like, message of, you know, fulfill your life without having to show you people's heads getting ripped in half. <laughs> I don't, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming from a horror it, fan. So. I'm just saying. <laughs> Is... And that's coming from a horror fan. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. I think, I think more than anything, I use the message behind it as a justification for me liking it, because like, I don't know, like I think when I like told my like 14 year old friends, like I love Saw guys, they're like, that's weird of you, and then I had to like come up with like a, and you know, I and, was there, and, and, I remember, yeah, you were there, yeah. you were one, of, yeah, you were one of those people. I had to come up with like something else behind it, yeah. I mean, yeah. you could also just say that you like the, I mean, it, it's like, um, I would find it weird if anyone came up to me in a conversation was like, my favorite movie's Hostile. I don't care what the reason is, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to that point, I can't watch the movie Hostile. I can't. Because for me, it's missing that piece that this movie has, where there's like, I'm like more of a message behind it. Hostile just seems like it's torture porn to me. Yeah. Do, you, do you guys have that with, with I mean, have you seen, have you all seen Hostel? No. no. I have no eh. desire. No, you're, you're good. You're good. Which is perfectly fine, because I have no desire to show it to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's all I have for Saw 1. Do you guys have anything else? Uh, my Just... last thing is, how was how Saw 10? Mwah incredible chef's kiss it was guys it was so good it's like it's like they sat down at a table and they went all right guys hold on what did people actually like about these movies and then they like actually hit on the right answers so can i tell you the setup to to saw 10 sure so saw 10 takes place roughly two weeks after saw one i don't chronologically whatever takes place about two weeks after <laughs> saw one uh john john kramer the jigsaw is seeking alternate treatment for his uh for his brain cancer and gets roped into a scam in mexico and hilarity ensues <laughs> that's the setup for it guys i nobody told me what the plot of this movie was going into it I wasn't expecting it. I loved every second of it. Yeah, that's pretty much what the trailer 
said. Like you I, just explained what you, you just explained the trailer. Like you that's know, what I, the trailer says. I didn't. You know, I didn't even watch the trailer to the point where, like, the in the first like half hour, I'm like, "There's no saw traps. Are there going to be no saw traps in this movie? What about the eye thing?" And like, I was so worried about this movie going into <laughs> it. Yeah, like that's pretty much what I, the trailer is. Like the trailer tells you all of that. Got it. I cannot wait to finish this franchise and then look at the timeline of everything and what happens where, because I'm sure it's just a convoluted mess. It's it's more linear than you think it is, with the exception of Saw X and Jigsaw. Jigsaw takes place two places in the timeline, but like just because of like flashbacks and shit. But like mostly, it's pretty linear, and Saw X breaks it. I, I actually have the timeline here. I checked before we got on the podcast. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's uh, wonderful. Ryan, Ryan, do you have anything else before we wrap this up? I mean, it was an interesting trip into Saul Guerrero's head. <laughs> it probably was. Probably <laughs> fair. There's okay. more like octopus creatures in there, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm done. Okay, I'm good with that whole topic. Okay, yeah. let's, let's keep on okay. moving with the, op- with the octopus creatures. We're done. All right. So, so, uh, since it's October and we're starting off with a horror movie, I'm going to keep the trend going. Um, I'm also going to keep another trend going of me making Devin watch movies for the first time that aren't the first movies in a franchise. So next week we'll be watching <laughs> Evil Dead 2 Dead by Dawn. But yes. Devin, this is very important. You do not need to watch Evil Dead 1. Do you really Trust think me. so, though? Really? Yes. Devin. Devin. Then there yeah, is Devin. a... Re- no, no, no. There, there is a reason why, and okay. I will tell you about it on the show next week. But trust me, do not watch Evil Dead 1 before you watch Evil Dead 2. Okay. There I is a, completely There is a canon agree. reason. Yes. There's a canon reason. Um, and th- yes, there, there, is a, there is a logical, can- canonical reason why you do not need to watch Evil Dead 1. And you will understand when you watch the movie. And if you don't, we'll explain it to you next week, right here on the show, Uh, which you can watch live on YouTube Tuesday night at six o'clock. And we'll have it live. We'll have it right onto the podcast feeds immediately after that, because after that I'm going to New York comic con and going to see late show with Stephen Colbert. So, Um, So, that will be that'll be next week. Uh, so fo- subscribe to our YouTube. Watch, follow us on Twitch, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, uh, and you can listen to you have to watch this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, or visit our website rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com, where you can check out our show and all the other wonderful Rum Runners Podcast Network podcasts. Until next time, for you have to watch this. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan, and I'm Devin. And uh, groovy. Podcast, <laughs> 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 <laughs>